episode 88, and uh, we're, we're back. It's been a while. Uh, Michael here, and so is uh, Dante and Eddie. Hooray. <laughs> yeah, sorry guys, I didn't mean to be here. Yeah, he just kind of got dragged in. So, um, Yeah, it just happened. Fun, fun facts of why there's been like a break for the past, what, month and a half or two months, because I moved to the opposite side of the world. Um, not really, but... Pretty far. I went from Eastern Time Zone to Alaska Standard. And Alaska. Alaska. The fuck's in Alaska, right? Mike had to fight off grizzly bears and moose. And the kraken. Just to get onto this pod- onto this podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? I have to do that on the I way to the podcast and- booth. a lot of ammo to go through congrats buddy that's a pretty huge life event like uh getting getting a nice promotion and moving across like it was a hell of an adventure thanks, so thanks guys yeah I, it's great i you know it was kind of an adventure i mean miss all my family and friends and stuff but like it's been cool so far it's good for the career for a little bit you know so well you've never been shy of you know moving somewhere you know it's like you, you've kind of you've been like five six seven major cities yeah i mean you gotta do yeah but it's beautiful because, I mean, Michigan, we don't have mountains everywhere. And in the city here, I mean, uh, you know, like, you see mountains surrounding the whole city, and it's just, it's crazy. Um, it's kind of cool to see. Like, when Your you drive up to my place, mountain. you see a huge mountain range right behind my building. <laughs> it's surreal. Cool. It really is. So, yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, it, it's been, um, the, the mountain air, too, is something different. I'll tell you that. Yeah, do you just feel better overall? Oh, yeah, I feel better. Like, I don't know. Like, when I got off the plane and I got here, I just took a deep breath out outside because I'm like, man, the air is just totally crisp and different. Also, the summers I found out, it's going to be like about 70 degrees here, but a cool, nice, cool 70, 75 degrees. Like, it's not going to be that humid, sticky Michigan, you know, like, kill me now, put the air condition on type of uh, summer. Um. So yeah, that should be interesting. But um, anyways, thanks for listening to the podcast if you are, and if you're not, listen to it. We're going to just put the link in front of everyone's faces again. Um, That's a good advert, especially in podcast. Yeah. I know, right? Jeez. Okay. If you're not listening to this podcast, how are you hearing this? How are you hearing this? I'm going to make you hear it. No, I was kidding. What is wrong with you? Um. <laughs> so we're, we're going to start off with some fun stuff. Um, I unfortunately j- haven't had my, my gaming system in my couch for the past month because apparently it takes four to five weeks to get your shit from Michigan to Alaska because they drive it to Seattle and then they put it on a boat for three or four days and then it gets to Anchorage and, um, and then they can ship it off in, into um, Alaska. So, um, yeah. Did it like a, a herd of seals dragged it in? With it, right? Yeah, and like that's how you got and it whales to land. Yeah, and beluga whales. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Right. So, but now I have everything set up. I'll be back to gaming and be back online. So, if you haven't seen me online, that is why. Um, yeah. So we're gonna kick it off with some PlayStation stuff. God of War that came out. All right, and I think Dante's the only one that has it that's played it so far. And he's going to tell us what it's like and any tips or advice on playing the game. Because I heard that they've already patched it or something like that, or they're planning on to. So, Dante? Um, the, o- the only major issue I had with it so far is that the text is really small. Um, but other than that, I mean, yeah, I'm playing on a giant TV and it's still small. Like the text so, for like I mean, the that's, UI that's... or the text for like the 
you know, like the the, the tech you there's lore in the game. So the your son Atreus, uh, he basically transcribes to you the the written word inside the game because Kratos is Kratos can't read uh, that language. <laughs> oh, your okay. son can, so he's like he's like translating everything to you. Um, and then you know you go into the menu and read try to read the lore and, and all that stuff, and it goes through a lot of Norse mythology. Oh, that's cool. So the only problem, the only issue the game really has is it's kind of like what The Witcher 3 ran into where the text is just small. It just is. Okay. Um, even on a bigger TV, it's it's small. But um, besides that, uh, it's like they took everything I love about God of War and Tomb Raider and Batman and um, Zelda even, things like that, and just gave it this like crazy amount of polish. Wow. It's absolutely gorgeous. Game, like the the actual environments and everything. I'm playing on a vanilla PS4 on a 4K TV, and it is the most stunningly beautiful game I've ever played. That's exciting. Uh, I mean, like presentation wise, it's it's absolutely amazing. The, the music's great. It's by Bear McCreary. Um, oh, the voice acting is amazing so far. I'm only about five hours into it, and I'm blown away. Um, when the, the game starts out pretty linear and then once it opens up it's uh it's just it's just a lot of fun to explore um Wait, it opens similar up? to zelda it doesn't yeah like the, it's not an open world game but it is similar to tomb raider um and like metroid prime and stuff like that where it, it gives you a little bit of leeway to explore on your on your own okay but it's not a full open world game or anything like that. Okay. But it's not like completely linear so, like the old God of War games where you're like, you have this way to go and yeah, that's exactly. it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the old God of War games, if you haven't played them, they were awesome, cinematic, crazy cool games with, with really fun combat. But Kratos was a... But still very a linear, um, like hack and slash. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah. a, it's a linear hack and slash and Kratos was like a one note revenge monster like that was what he was as a character and and this is exploring yeah yeah this is exploring his known humanity and stuff like not reading yeah i mean yeah i mean the game is called god of war for fuck's sake yeah uh it's how else would he express himself yeah yeah. uh finger painting but yeah i mean like (laughs) it'd be great if there was a uh a finger painting mini game with his son like just like here you go like but with blood a little house use of sunshine and use this board blood to make a nice murder cycles use the blood of your enemies (laughs) yeah no that's what you take a bath with yeah yeah Yeah, it's i mean like the game is getting uh just amazing reviews um i think it's at 94 or 95 on metacritic um cory barlog's the director of the game and he had a reaction video out of, of opening up metacritic for the first time after the reviews had gone gold oh wow um and he uh and he just like he he just like for the first time looks at it and he's got a reaction video and he just starts like crying at his desk because he's so happy about <laughs> all the work that went in because it was five years of uh of all the work and he's just like freaking out super excited and, and all that stuff so it was it's really it's one of those like superhuman things again kind of like the witcher where when you bought The Witcher, it came with a, a thank you card. You know, like, thank you for supporting us. Thank you for buying this game. And that reaction video is, you know, one of those things, like, these are these games are made by people. And, you know, a lot of times we get lost in that because the technology is crazy. Mm-hmm. But there's still hundreds and hundreds of people that make these games. And it means a lot to them when they put a game out there. And it means a lot to people. And I think this does. Oh, for sure. But I, 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 I'm only five hours in. Um, and 
and I love it. And the combat is awesome. It takes a little bit of getting used to because the way that the mapping is on the controller, they use R1 and R2 primarily for the light and heavy attacks. Mm, I was going to say. Um, yeah, and so are there any like advice or tips that like you really need to like pay attention to when you're playing it? Yes. Uh, it's, it's not like... Uh, it's not Bloodborne or anything like that where it's going to kick your ass. But this is an action game. Like, I mean, they don't hold your hand. You know, you're going to die. I, I, I got, I, <laughs> if you go into the wrong area and, and fight the fight at the wrong enemy at the wrong time, like, you're going to get your butt kicked. Well, that's good to know. And, uh, yeah, like, there's there's a lot of RPG elements to the game, like leveling up your gear, leveling up Kratos, leveling up, leveling up Atreus. That's cool. Um, it's just really good. They level up separately? Yeah. Like, they... Not the... You can you get experience for killing and exploring and things like that and completing challenges, and then you use that experience to buy new uh, new styles of combat and different uh, different ways that Atreus can help you. So he can like throw potions at you or throw uh, different types of attacks at you. Uh, different combos that Kratos can make, you know, things like that. So it's uh, definitely, definitely a lot more intricate than your normal God of War game. Oh. Um, but I, you know, I can't, I can't recommend it enough. I don't want to get into like the story or anything like that because the the story so far has been great. I do want to mention one thing: the first boss fight in that game is about an hour, hour and a half into the game, and it was just, it was like, okay, here we go. <laughs> like, like the for that first boss fight is like worth worth the price of admission immediately it's like a fucking superhero fight that's awesome if we ever get like if we ever get like a superman game that feels like that or an iron man game like any any like superhero badass superhero game that feels like that that fight did that game's gonna go bonkers i mean it just it just is visceral fast it looks amazing the sound effects to it are great. Like, I, I can't recommend it enough. I hope you guys all buy it and try That's it. That's awesome. Well, it's, it sounds like I'm going to have to because, uh, you know, we nobody was really sure if it was going to be just another, like, oh, just another God of War game or if it, they went outside and, and broke the boundary of, of what the game is. And it sounded like they did with incorporating all these different elements. So I'm looking forward to it. Like 40, 40 media outlets gave it a 10. It might be okay. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> I'll trust them. So, yeah, I'm going to be picking it up too. Right. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, like that the game got unveiled with this full orchestra at E3 a few years ago, and we were all like, "Is that God of War? Holy shit, that's God of War!" And then you know, it, it just went on from there. And I think we kind of forgot about this game a little bit coming into this year because everybody was stoked about Red Dead Redemption and mm-hmm. Spider Man, and and which we'll talk about a little bit later and, and things like that. But man. Damn. That, what a, have you guys ever heard of the, fucking awesome. the Evil Dead musical? The musical? Yeah, yeah. I've heard of it. So, you it. know, like, at the front row, they have, like, the blood splatter zone, so you're supposed to wear white shirts because you can just get blood all over you and because it's just crazy. Yeah, it's like a, Gal- it's like a Gallagher that been, comedy show. Yeah, right? That'd be crazy yeah. if they opened up the God of War release that way. It's just, like, everybody in the front just got splattered. And, like, oh, man. Right. That'd be awesome. It's a hell of an E3 show. Um, <laughs> All those press people just like covered. Exactly. It was amazing. This game is going to be that epic. <laughs> be drenched in the blood of our enemies. God of War. 
I think that would have pissed people off, but it would have been really funny for a press event. Anywho. <laughs> yeah. Um, when you get your stuff set up, Mike, you got to buy it. Play oh, it, for sure. Well, I mean, it's set up now, so I just have to like unpack the rest of my game, see what I have. I might trade in a couple things just so I can get it. He has to walk cheaper. 15 miles to the store. Yeah. Do you have to get on like a, uh, a dog sled to get to the nearest game store? Yeah. And from you? we have to travel over uh, a glacier and, and through a cave. Um, to, to get it, so. and then it's delivered by drone. Yes, yes. But we have that's just to make the order. When they deliver, they deliver by drone. So you have to go back home that way first. You don't even actually get it that day. So. Oh, nice. Yeah, but um, <laughs> fun stuff. I will tell you what. You I'm going to go visit a blockbuster and take some selfies. So because they exist here, <laughs> they freaking exist here. You better. Blows my mind. They're like ten years behind here in Alaska. <laughs> if they got that stuff, for, if they got that stuff from John Oliver, you got to go take some pictures. I, I will, yeah. If they do, I'm at the. There's a couple of them here, believe it or not. So I'll go to the one closest to my house and see if they have it there. And if it's not that one, I go to the other one. And if it's not that one, um, then I don't know where it's at because you know we'll see. But um, yeah. The next, I mean, just taking your picture with uh, Russell Crowe's jockstrap, which has got to be a life-changing experience. Yeah, it, you've been to Lucasfilm. It, who cares? It would be definitely interesting and picture-worthy. So, <laughs> especially since it's something we saw on television that we the you know, were able to do in real life because it's just down the street randomly. <laughs> the hell, it's so weird. Oh, man. Thank you walk into that blockbuster, you just ask him, it's like, listen, can you open the case? I just need to sniff it a little bit. <laughs> no, thanks for sending me that, that video, though, because I needed that. Like, I'm going to bring the video into Blockbuster, and I said, and I'll just say, I see this video. Where's Russell's crow shit at? I want to see it and take photos with him. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably going to look at me like, what the hell? <laughs> I hope he puts it on his head like the kids from Weird Science. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, so this is an interesting one. Um, I saw a few articles bouncing around the past week or two, um, and I'm noticing this come up a lot more in games recently. I mean, it's been around for a while, but like, you know, like in games where you can actually choose your characters and your gender and the different identities that you can create, um, like, what do you guys choose and and why? Like, in for creative characters. What was that? For creative characters. Yeah, for creative character games, kind of like. Like, if you're playing RPGs or, like, if, for instance, like, you know, like, I don't know, like, the World of Warcraft or the Fallout or, like, you know, the Fortnites or even the Destiny games, you know, like, or whatever, you know, any games where you can, like, actually, like, gen create your own character and you assume that identity of the character. And, like, a lot of people, there's a mixed bag of things, right, from, I hear, at least from people, and the way I see and when I experience it, like, on game chats. So, but I want to see what you guys think because it's an interesting topic. Don't you? I talked for like ten minutes already. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. Like you know, when I when I have a when I can create a character in a game, I um, I usually just try to relate it as much as possible to myself. I usually do just make a male character. I translate well to to the video game medium and there's like a lot of like very creepy examples like i have a nintendo <laughs> me that is undoubtedly me my brother my brother built me in uh in ea's fight night years ago and it's it, it was fucking scary 
I, I was I, I was looking in a digital mirror, and it, it I thought it was going to take my soul. I was you got very, some I was, uncanny valley yeah, shit going on. Yeah. With you. Oh, it was terrifying. <laughs> that is kind of funny. Fucking terrifying. Um, yeah. So I mean, like most most games, like I'm I'm able to make a version of myself. So like you know, I like experiencing it. Like if they they're going to give me the opportunity to put myself in the game, as it were, then yeah, I'm going to make me because I like me. I'm pretty cool. All right. Well, it's like because you you hear a girl. So, I've talked to different girl gamers who are like, you know, they're like, yeah, well, I'll be a girl then because I can actually be myself. But sometimes they're like, but I like experiencing opposite stuff, you know, like so they'll sometimes they'll choose guys and you see guys being girls a lot in video games and they're like and people are like, well, why are they doing that or oh, I just want to see boobs or whatever, you know. But like, it's it's like some people sure, I feel like relate that. to their character and some people try to escape and try to be something completely different that they wouldn't be whether it's like even some battle like Battlefront or not Battlefront Battlefield games or like I don't know different uh, Dragon Quest I think even does it there's a no, there's just a bunch, Dragon Age I think that's what I meant, meant to say there's a bunch of other yeah, games like, that you know Star Wars or you know anything yeah because like, like they have like different like races even you know even if you're a guy like. And people are just like, well, sometimes I like try, try to choose something completely different to experience the game as that character to see what, how they would be, you know, and, and, and that. Yeah, and I'm sure that would that would come out more in a fantasy setting. Yeah. Anyway, like, I mean, like, you know, if in Star Wars, if you want to be like a, a Twi'lek or a Wookiee or like something like that, like, because a, like a setting like that, a grandiose setting it gives you that kind of, like, that, that kind of fantasy. Like, maybe if, if you don't need a character to relate directly to you because... You can be anything. It's like maybe you know yeah. that's that's um, harder for people to ignore sometimes. It depends on like how they like to experience their stories. Yeah, well, it's it's true too. You know, like, like if they don't feel like they have to be in it personally, then mm-hmm. they can they can just kind of go nuts and just do whatever they want. Yeah. It's interesting too because some games actually. Um, like for me personally, I try to create my characters to like represent me as well too, so I can experience it. But like if I've played the game a bunch before, sometimes I'll create something completely opposite, like a girl character, just to see if the game's experienced in a different way or the story's affected in any way. And just to get a different perspective. Cause like sometimes I get burned out on like how some games are so similar in regards to like gear type and how it looks and how it reacts and all the stats and everything. And I'm like, I want to choose something different to see what it's like. So maybe the chick's like a sorcerer or like something different and you get different type of gear set items and different combo stacks and like different damage output. And I'm like, whoa, this is cool. It's totally different than I'm experiencing before because I'm always choosing the warrior dude or like the, you know, the, the tank guy or whatever, the DPS guy. And you're like, I never experienced the other side. So I don't know. It's it's kind of interesting. Yeah, sure. Especially if it's if it's something you played twice and you're looking for a different avenue to enjoy it a second time, and you don't want to play it exactly the same way. Yeah. Well, where's the fun in that? How do you guys feel about games that don't give you the choice? Right. So like the Tomb Raiders, the Nathan Drakes, even look the even the Zelda, right? Because Breath of the Wild, like people like say like Zelda's like. It's almost gender neutral because if he doesn't talk, it's kind of like. like are, so I mean, are you? Are, is this heading towards like a sexism thing? Like, no, I don't play Tomb Raider because Lara Croft is a woman. No, she has no, boobs. not at all. No, it's just it's just interesting to compare the two. No, it's it's just the story. Yeah, well, it's. It, I was just saying Especially because game, I mean, games like that, games like that that are that are story driven that have a character in mind. I want to play as the character that you want to make. What I find, I don't sure. care if that character is male, female, alien, human, whatever. 
I want to play as the character that you've created. What I found like that developer, this is your story. I want to play as your character. But like what I was saying is what I found super interesting, especially about Zelda, is that since they don't use voices, like yeah, Link's a guy, but like at the same time, I feel like anybody could apply that because when you're playing as Link, you're playing as Link, but like I almost feel like I'm Link. You know what I mean? Because like they tailor it to like you you become that character almost when you're playing it. And you're like, this is kind of cool. Like I'm some games do like the silent protagonist kind of thing, and that helps him relate to you. Yeah, I think that's interesting. Know? That's kind of cool because I'm like, yeah, I'm Link. This is sweet, you know. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. Right. I think if they gave he's you very the androgynous option... though. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, you're right. I think if they gave you the option to play as a female Link or a male Link, I think it would be. Uh, they, a... Don't they already have that? Uh, in a, a, Zelda Hyrule Warriors, I think. Yeah, I think there's a female Link. Right? Yeah, I've, I've right? seen production art. If I think it's so, Link, I'm not it's sure. Link Lee. I never played Hyrule Warriors. I think it's called Link Lee. Uh, but if they is it okay? Yeah. If, I mean, if they if they gave you the option, I I think for a, for a mainline Zelda game, right? Like, let's say they make the next Zelda game, and and you can be a female Link or a male Link. I think it'd be a three or four day story of some dudes freaking out that you that. Link's a girl now too, <laughs> instead of you know Zelda. You ruined my childhood. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and and that, but then the rest of us would just be like, all right, cool. I'll probably, I might, I'll probably play as a female Link now. Yeah. Like I'll probably check yeah. it out. Well, I think it's. I mean, is there a difference in? Is she faster? Is she stronger? Is she better at magic? Is there anything that differentiates well, her? Well, or is it just a gender? Swap? No, I don't think it's a gender swap. I mean, th I think Link. I think I'm not sure if you pronounce it Link Lee or Link Ol. But it's the Hyrule Warriors Legends game, how she's got, like, dual crossbows, and, and she's, like, quick and stuff, and she's totally different. That's so, pretty dope. Yeah. Sure. Like, I think that's just, like, a different approach on how she actually rolls, you know, and destroys things. I think that's cool. I'm not going to... I don't care either way. It doesn't no, I, really I don't, matter to me I don't whatsoever. either. Like, I just found it interesting that, like... I, I mean... You know, you, you make yourself the character, but like in some games, they don't give you the choice. You still feel like you're yourself, but you're a different character because they do that good of a job with the story and the gameplay mechanics. Sure. You know what I want? Never mind this, uh, this man and woman thing. I need a Homeward Bound video game where you play as a lost dog who has to adventure through mountains and dangerous cities. Heck yeah. To find his way back to his homer, owner. That, is that going to be really a thing? That, that sounds see, that's, cool. a, that's something I want to play. Are you playing as golden, the Golden Retriever or the Pitbull, or are you playing as the cat? What are you doing? I like them all. <laughs> I like them all. Is that gonna? Is that really uh, a game? Because that would be amazing. <laughs> oh, good. I, I don't think it could be a game because if that dog ever got hurt or was killed or anything oh, like that, it would just crush people. So Never mind. They would just cry. <laughs> yeah. No, yep. It'd be. It'd be no, like no. It's like it's like Grand Theft Auto. You just you black out and then you wake up at a vet stop. Yeah, yeah. Sure. That, that'd sure. be better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be okay with that. I. Uh, like for the, the like the main basic point of the question that you would ask, like if we're, if we're playing a game, like Mass Effect or Dragon Age or, um, games like that. I mean, or uh, like Skyrim things like that. Yeah. Kotor. Kotor, yeah, exactly. God, <laughs> I knew Kotor was so bad. <laughs> um, I just restarted Jade Empire because now you can play it on Xbox One, and I, I'm playing a different character. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. Uh. <laughs> Like Mass Effect, when I played it the first time, I played as the dude because that was what they used in all their marketing and you know all that stuff. So that was my shepherd mm -hmm. because you because you kept him from one, two, three, all that stuff. And then when I replayed it, I played as um, 
the fe- the female shepherd and then i realized that the voice actor is like 10 times better than the dude voice actor so now i try to find out whose voice do i want to listen oh, to who that's who's interesting you know yeah. like who am i like who am i going to want to listen to for the next like 40 hours the dude shepherd was okay uh and then the female shepherd was like way way better i think it was uh it's like a voice talent as opposed to like c voice talent (laughs) yeah yeah i mean like part yeah like the 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 lady that did the voice of female shepherd was freaking awesome and i can't remember her name at the moment so i kind of sound like a jackass but her her voice acting was incredible and i and when i started playing andromeda i started playing as the as the female version of that hoping that again i'm getting a better jennifer hale by the way but was female shepherd that sounds right because that's cortana isn't it uh is that cortana i thought it was peach yeah no she's done a lot of different work for mass effect metroid prime metal gear solid um bioshock and yeah i know she's like a really good really big voice actor i just couldn't her name escape yeah she's female shepherd but that but that goes into my decision now it never did before and now it does yeah so now so i try to I'm going to start doing that. That's interesting. I never really thought of that. So, interesting. All right. Well, if there's no differentiation in how the character plays, I, like that gets well, that, that gets put into Mass it. Effect's then, different. But like you guys were saying, like if you're playing Gauntlet or yeah, you know, Baldur's Gate or or something like that where the where the female character has different skills, abilities, things like all that stuff, then again, we're getting back to what do I want to play as? the character type wise as opposed to yeah who the character i feel like is. rpgs yeah. are different because they have like like different quest sets and stuff like that and how other characters treat you and stuff so that's that's all sure yeah. dragon origins was a big was a big thing with that because if you played as an elf or a dwarf it the game treated you differently that's than funny if you played as a human it discriminates you as a dwarf like how but like, like south park gives you different difficulties based on yes like your journey is very different based <laughs> on your skin color oh yeah south yes, park exactly yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. That's like drag- true, too. Yeah, like Dragon Age, you deal with a lot of racism in Dragon Age because if you play it, you know, if you're playing as a non human, you know, they, you, they treat you differently as a dwarf or an elf. Like, there's parts you go into the game where they, they treat you like crap. That's interesting. So, I'll have to play that and see what that's yeah. like. All right, let's 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 move on quickly to the next one, though. That was, that was an interesting topic. You want to bring this up, Dante? Spider Man. <laughs> oh, oh, Spider Man. I'm so excited for it. So it's coming out. So it comes out on a Friday, and it comes out on September 7th. I'm sure everybody's like seen this. By the time you listen to this, I would assume that you've seen all the uh, all the coverage from Game Informer. One would hope. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's in. It's by Insomniac, and they're a top five developer for me. And Spider Man is my dude. Uh, as far as comic book characters, that was. You know, I love Batman and, and X-Men and Green Lantern and Superman and all that, and Daredevil and all those guys, but Spider-Man was my dude. So oh, this They is, go to Pancake Breakfast. They do it every month. You're damn right. <laughs> like, this is this is a dream pairing for me, and I think I've, we've talked about this on the on the podcast before. The only team that I would have thought that might have even been close to as good as them is uh, is the guys that made uh, Infamous. Infamous and yeah. Sly Cooper and all that. Like, oh, that, yeah. That's a hell of a team. They could have done a good job because Infamous is awesome. But this is a fucking knockout, knock it out of the park pairing. And if you've played Sunset Overdrive, you know that the way that they use movement and locomotion is absolutely perfect for this. Yeah, it's, and it's exciting. The, the video that they released of him swinging through the city is just perfect. 
I hope it I hope is. it's not on the rails too much when you do that. Like I hope you can actually control and be like, oh, I want to climb up this building, and then you can climb up that building. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, like that's something that they're definitely doing. They have to. It's, I, they, you know, you were able to do shit like that even like in Activision's shitty PS One Spider Man games. Yeah. Well, it's like yeah, I, I don't know. Spider Man. Spider-Man 2 and Ultimate Spider-Man on the PS2, Xbox One, and GameCube era, like those games let you swing through the city and have some autonomy to what's, you what know was, explore and all that stuff. And this, which was the one with Bruce Campbell? Like it's got all of them. Wait, wait, did he narrate all of them for real? <laughs> he's that I know he did. Uh, he's in the he's in the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. Yeah, I know he did Spider-Man 2. Okay, all right. I mean, I love Bruce Campbell, so I just didn't know if they're gonna. Have him voice narrate. Oh, you mean again. like he he narrated the games? Yeah. Yeah. Oh no shit. Yeah, he was yeah. the narrator. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or is it Spider? Oh my god, it might just be PS One, the Spider Man PS One from NeverSoft. Oh crap! I don't remember. There was it's one for PS Two, PS Three. I thought too that he did. <laughs> that was more new. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, it's been a while, so I'll have to look it up. But yeah, the, there's there's a bunch of videos on from game informer that that was their cover story um they're the ones that revealed the release date and all that stuff and there's going to be more stuff coming out i think at e3 with uh costume more costumes to to play as and the story seems really awesome this is their version of spider-man there's no tie to any tv show movie none of that crap they're not being held to any other storyline any narrative any of that stuff they get to do what they want to do so this is like the Marvel version of Batman Arkham Asylum and City. That was a smart move on Marvel's part. Not Hell to, yeah. Not to pinch them and make them, yeah. Hell yeah, it was. Sweet. And this is Spider-Man as like a seven, eight year veteran of being in that role. So he's not, you know, uh, a rookie doing all this stuff. Like he, he kicks ass and it just looks great. The way he moves in the city and, and swings and all that stuff, it just looks badass. So when, you know, early September rolls around, I'll just consider you out of town for about a month. Well, it's the same weekend that, that football comes back, too, so... Oh, oh, oh! So you may as well... Bye, buddy. Yeah. I'm going to try to you swing well through the buildings bother. here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play, like, I'll get Spider-Man on Friday, I'll play it, I'll stay up all, all night on Friday, stay up all night on on Saturday, and then watch football for 12 hours and then sleep. <laughs> That's the way to do it. The dolphins will make me cry, yeah. and then I will sleep. <laughs> Oh, good lord. <laughs> oh, man, it'll be fun. So, I mean, it's the weekend, right? So, what are you guys currently playing right now? You playing it? All right, well, um, I've been kind of busy lately. I've been I've been popping in and back, or back and forth in, uh, in Destiny to see what they've fixed so far. I have to do that. Um, yeah, they, they got a... They really improved uh, like the overall game speed and stuff. They're trying to fix a lot of stuff in PvP, but they've also added a whole bunch of stuff to like PVE to make it. Um, uh, they, they've they've buffed all the weapons and and uh, and they've changed a lot of like meta stuff. Like the um, no auto rifles aren't as overpowered as everything else, um, or above anything else, I should say. Like because now pulse rifles are the meta in PvP. So, but they're they're trying to give everybody like a like a fighting chance. That's good. Um, but uh, there's still a lot of shit they have to do to that game to make it to make anybody want to come back that isn't like a hardcore Destiny player. I yeah, I swear a lot um, of people have left and gone just to play other stuff because people were addicted. yeah they've go, they've moved on to because you know the the thing is um, I, I read an article and it's a very good point. Um, 
you know, the thing is, is like when Destiny 1 was around, there wasn't really any other games like it at the time, like a live service first-person shooter RPG. Like it was kind of the only game in town, and now there's there's several other games like it that offer the same type of experience. So it's like, you know, with everything Bungie did to dumb the game down for casuals and, you know, like basically... Filthy casuals. Yeah, filthy, filthy casuals, casuals. And make it boring. Um, <laughs> there's other stuff in the sandbox now. Yeah. Lots of people are trying that other stuff now, and then just they have no need to come back unless something drastic happens. Well, are you talking about Battle Royale uh, games? Are you talking about other action adventure games that are multiplayer? Well, a little bit of everything. There's, uh, I mean, like, yeah, there's Fortnite, there's PUBG. Those have massive followings. People just spend a lot of time on Overwatch if they want to, you know, whet their PvP appetite. There's, that is true. Um, there's, there's, uh, there's Warframe. Which is a very different game than when it was first released. It's uh, a lot of people are calling that a Destiny killer now. Oh, we should play uh, that. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff out there to play. Um, if you're looking for that kind of live service experience, but um, but I digress because I don't want to spend 15 minutes talking about Destiny again. No, that's but fine. Um, the other thing I've the other thing I've been playing is uh, Shadow Warrior. Oh, yeah, me too. You got me doing that. I've been playing that on my Shadow, laptop. Yeah, Shadow Warrior is I- incredible. Who wants us uh, some I way? Didn't, I, didn't really, I didn't really pick it up until it was free, but uh, but Mike and I used to play it on PC when we were very young. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, we kind of had an attachment to it. It came out as kind of like a quasi, not a sequel to Duke Nukem, but it was a game built on the same engine, the same PC build engine that they, were, they built Duke Nukem with, and it, it just had a... It had an angry Japanese man, or I'm sorry, Chinese. His name was Lo Wang, and he was a mercenary. Slash ninja. Um, so now they've, but he was he was an older guy in the original game, and they kind of they kind of refreshed the game. Uh, the first one came out in 2013. Like, yeah, 20, that, yep, that's right? right, 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never I never really played it, uh, and then it was uh, Xbox gave it to me, and it's it's really fun. They've uh, <laughs> they've they've dialed up how goofy and bloody it is. Uh, it's well, okay. Actually, I'll take that everything back. Everything that Duke Nukem should have, Duke Nukem Forever should have. So, been. like the re- the first remake of the game came out in 2013. The original Shadow Warrior game came out in 1997. 1997. Yes. Yeah. That was the one with the geisha girl um, boobies and killing all the bunnies and stuff and the who want the some wang. That's where that came yeah. from. Yeah. yeah who <laughs> want the some wang? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you no mess with Lo Wang. Exactly. And so that, that um, got adapted to No, Duke. he was a really funny character. I for, for so I found him funnier than Duke. Oh yeah, totally. I just uh maybe it was cuz it was such a stereotypical thing, whatever, but I think it was um, cuz he had more but energy. But no, it was very funny. Um and they they've kind of done that they've kind of done that in the new one, uh, except they've made him like a much younger guy. Um but like you know, their 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 reliance on the the Stan Bush song The Touch Having that be his like favorite song that he listens to while he's driving and shit, okay. like it's just they've they've made it a really fun experience. And the the game itself is just as linear and limiting as those old shooters. Like they didn't try to make it like a big sandbox nope. thing. You still have your very limited areas you can go in, like those old type of shooters. But it's there's still a little and exploration. So I mean, some people may be turned off by that. Yeah. But it's kind of it's a for me it, it's it, it kind of just feels like a natural progression of that that same system. If you liked that game as it was in 97, you can play 
an actual direct, well, like a reboot of it. But I mean, you can you have that right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was, it was a lot of fun. I can't wait to beat it and pick up number two. I, I love what they did. They uh, they did add the '90s uh, FPS approach to it as well by creating off the trail hidden path things for secrets on levels. Oh yeah, little secret areas. But they're not obvious. Yeah, they're not obvious at all. So you kind of have to really look. And if you find them, you're like, you actually feel like, damn, I found a secret. Sweet, like back in the old day. <laughs> you know. Yeah, nothing. Nothing's a gimme. Just like it used to be back exactly. then. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, that's right. That's what I've been playing. Dante, I'm I'm just playing God of War. I already spent ten minutes talking about it. So go ahead, <laughs> okay, no, that's fine. The last thing that we we were going to talk about is Super Troopers two, and then we'll be done. Littering and littering and. Do you want to do that right now? Yep. <laughs> you do that right now. Okay. Yep. Are you saying meow? You saying meow? Right meow. God, that movie is so god. I loved it. I loved and it. I'm close to Canada here. I'm gonna go get my liter of cola card. <laughs> you have that here and gravy, sir. <laughs> i i really liked it i i was pleasantly surprised and we we've all we all got burned real bad by the dumpster fire that anchorman 2 was oh yeah so this being a 17 year window you know didn't really have a whole lot of i mean i hoped it would be good but i didn't want to get my hopes same up. here i love expectations and, uh, man they they did such a good job i loved it man it's such a stupid premise but who gives a yeah. shit right yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was executed you're coming flawlessly. back to the characters <laughs> and the was, goofy shit they do yeah it was great i mean like my uh my sister said this like when we saw it like they did a real and eddie too like they did a really good job of uh of having a lot of new jokes but they also did a great job paying homage homage to like some of the old Absolutely. jokes but in a new way yes. a different way yeah, yeah so it wasn't it wasn't like them you know playing playing the hits as it were like they they did a great job yeah, they were just the balance was perfect. Just enough nods to the original and winks at, at you as a as, as somebody who's probably seen the first one if you're in that theater for the second one. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. The the new stuff was just as good. So like, I was super happy that I wasn't disappointed. Yeah, me too. And our our theater, our, our theater, it may have been because we were seeing it at nine thirty on four twenty, but our theater was packed. Oh, same here. Yeah. Like our. Our theater, like it was like the fucking Avengers in there, man. Like yeah. there, there was no seats other than the first couple rows. That's all that was left, and the whole rest of that theater was packed. And it was crazy. I did not expect yeah. that. Wow, I really didn't. Yeah, no, not I didn't. Like I didn't either. Years. But you know, was was the best of all. There was a couple scenes that uh, made everybody. I don't know. It, what it was about the timing but there are like two or three main jokes in that i think it's because we're close to canada but that were like alaska jokes with like the bears and the native americans and and a couple of the jokes that they made the people started laughing and i was like what what was funny about that and they're like that's so freaking alaska reference because it talked about mooses the bears and the uh the eskimos and the native americans and everyone was dying laughing in the theater and my friend told me he goes that's totally based on canada and alaska and stuff right there and i was like no shit so it was it was funny so huh. it was the intuit joke i really hope we get a third I really, really, really hope we get And the Moose joke, how they well, want to fuck Moose. Uh, just Friday, it made $7.9 million, which they're already 
they're already impressed yeah. that it, it did that. What did it take? Twelve bucks to make this thing? Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, thirteen. Ridiculous. It had a budget of thirteen point five million. That is yeah. ridiculous. Well, you, and they already made more than half of it back. The number one important thing that I yep. found out from that movie is that you need a ladder to fuck a moose. <laughs> well, some people. No, everybody you might, does. Might. No, yeah. these guys were like six I, foot five. They still need a ladder to fuck a moose. <laughs> so it's it's buttholes pretty high up, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it, man. I, the oh god, I like not to give away. I mean, you've seen the if you've seen the trailer, you know that they steal the Mounties uniforms. Yeah. Like that whole that whole group of scenes, man. That whole group of scenes just put me in in tears. I Same was laughing here. so hard at some of that stuff. Same here. I I died laughing. There's so, it was so funny to see a lot of the, the jokes that they pulled off in that. Um, and the actors oh, that the, yeah. that they had in there was. They were great. Um, the the main the yeah. main um, mayor of Canada what was that Rob. What was his name in real life? Yeah, Rob, Rob Lowe. Yeah, it's Rob Lowe. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, he does such a great job. Like even the the Mounties that speak French and Canadian, they're like they're like American actors, right? Like they. Uh, I think they're American actors. No, I think a couple of them are Canadian. I know the one dude, the like the bigger dude that was bald, uh, played Curly in the new in the Abomination that was the new Three Stooges movie. That was, that was well, Sasso. in some of the outtakes after the movie, that they're is, speaking yeah. English okay, perfectly yeah. clear with no accents or anything. They're like, oh man, hold on, let me redo my accent. Like so, I was like, dang, they didn't even have accent. <laughs> they just faked the whole thing. They're good actors. So that was that yeah. surprised me. Yeah, I mean, like the. I mean, I think uh, a shout out needs to be made as to how good those guys look after Absolutely. seventeen years. Like they don't. Farber doesn't look like he aged a day. Nope. Nope. No. No. <laughs> like, I, I don't. I don't know how they're taking care of themselves the way they carry on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no kidding. They got some party stories. Like they froze themselves in carbonite, like Han fucking Solo <laughs> or something. Like, shit was crazy. It's crazy. They're. I don't. I'm not sure if they actually oh, party man. the way they do in the movies, but I'm pretty sure they do. I don't know. But how do they look like that? We'll never know. I don't know. It's but it's 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 amazing. It feels like it feels like seventeen years didn't go by. In between yeah, movies. it was like yeah. next week. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Would you guys rather have Beer Fest two or would you rather have Super Troopers three? Mm. Mm. Super Troopers. 3. Yeah, probably Super Troopers three. I mean, Beer Fest was okay. I loved Beer Fest, but there's probably better stories you could tell in Super Troopers. Absolutely. Other than. The beer fest guy's just going to another beer fest. Yeah. Also, Canadian shenanigans cracks me up. <laughs> I forget what they called it. <laughs> I forget what they called it, but the Canadian shenanigans. That yeah, was pretty funny. The the leader of cola watching Farva's face light yeah. up as he as he had a leader of cola. What you have that here? Funny. I really liked. I really liked the Canadian Farva. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. yes. <laughs> and when they they had this they had the stare down like game recognized game. Yep. <laughs> And they just kind of looked each other up and down, winced a little bit, and moved on with their lives. Oh, uh, yeah. That was that, I, yeah, I died on that. I was like, did you guys get the, 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 the coffee joke, too? Do you want some cream fraiche with that? Are you sure? Oh, well, yeah. Cream fraiche? Cream fraiche? Cream fraiche? No? Yes? No? Yes? Oh, yeah. That was, that was like, directly lifted. There was no way if you've seen the first one, you don't know that one. Yeah. I love that. It was funny. Well, some, some people, that I don't know if they cool. got it, because no one laughed, except for me. I was laughing. <laughs> Oh, uh, maybe you were seeing it with with uh, people who hadn't seen the first maybe. one. Maybe bums, maybe bums, all bums. So, anywho, so yeah, that's all. Go I got. see it if you haven't seen it. That's all I have to say. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I recommend it if you've if you've been anywhere near the first one. It's it's worth your time. 
go see go see Super Troopers and go play God of War. That's all I got. Yeah, agreed. That's all I got, gents. I got more. I just don't want to really. I don't. Wanna, I don't want to give it up. All right. Well, next week. Next week. All right. Next week. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks. Thanks for listening, everybody. All right. See ya. Yeah.